I V M. Devashri Trivedi, a political activist in Gujarat, bought a hundred and fifty condoms. That's a lot of condoms. She then packed and sealed them in twelve envelopes and mailed them to the Bombay High Court Judge Pushpa Ganediwala. Why would she do that? Hey, welcome to the show, the longest constitution. My name is Priya Mirza, and I teach political science in Zakir Hussain Delhi College, University of Delhi. And this is not a lecture on the constitution, but it's a reminder about what the constitution was meant to do for us every day, in every relationship, for every body, adult or child. The first series is about sex and freedom, and how the constitution relates to that. In the previous episodes, we talked about how the state has no business in our bedrooms as long as the sex is between consenting adults. On today's episode, we are talking about children and the constitution and pedophilia. Was our constitution written for the children of this nation? Where do children figure? Children are citizens, and they have the same rights as any adult, except they aren't equipped to deal with an adult world. How would you react if a man unzipped his pants, put his hands on your chest when you were five years old? Now, unless you happen to be a high court judge whose name is Ganediwala or a pedophile yourself, you would yell, scream and protest that not you, not any child should be subjected to this behavior. And most certainly not if it was clear that the man had sexual designs on the child and had lured the child into his house with the promise of a guava. Imagine that, a guava, a banana, a chocolate, a toffee. These are just a few things that sexual predators have lured children with into their homes to gain their trust, to make them like them. It's something psychologists call grooming. It's when a child's trust in an adult is first established and then broken by sexual abuse. For a child, there is no way out. There's no place to run and there's no place to hide. Unless we have laws to protect children, unless we as adults make the world safe for them. In this particular case, a 39-year-old man pressed a 12-year-old girl's breast. I mean, there's no doubt that this is sexual abuse. But when a case was filed under the law, POSCO, and that's Protection of Children from Sexual Offences Act 2012, the judge I just mentioned acquitted the man of charges saying that pressing a minor's breast without skin-to-skin contact cannot be termed as sexual assault. Kanediwala just doesn't seem to get the point about sexual abuse and doesn't see it, though it's right in her face. In a previous case where a 50-year-old man molested a 5-year-old girl, the same judge said that holding the hands of a minor and unzipping her pants does not amount to sexual assault under the POSCO Act. But what is this law which claims to protect children from sexual offences but seems clearly unable to do so? Or is it the interpretation? POSCO is India's first gender-neutral law to protect children from sexual assault. Now, before 2012, which is when the law was passed, in cases on sexual assaults on children, the penalty and prosecution depended on the gender of the child. If the child was a girl, a case could be filed for statutory rape under Section 375 of the IPC or for outraging the modesty of a woman under Section 504. But a child is not a woman. For a boy, 
the charges came under the unnatural sexual offences under Section 377, which we looked at in our last episode. These criminal laws were totally inadequate to protect children who were victims of sexual abuse, which did not necessarily involve penetration. Now, remember in the two cases which came before Ganeriwala, there was no penetration. POSCO is India's first law which recognizes the wide range of sexual abuse perpetrated by pedophiles who abound in all forms. Like these two British retired naval officers, Alan Waters and Duncan Grant, who set up three anchorage shelters in South Bombay. They provided beds to boys from slums that feature in the Oscar-winning movie Slumdog Millionaire. Except that along with the generosity of these beds, these British men were also forcing boys to have sex with them. Now, children are unable by definition to petition the courts themselves, and certainly not homeless boys. It took the grittiness of child rights activist Maharuk Adinwala to file a complaint on behalf of these underprivileged orphan boys in 2001. And it took another 10 years and the reliance on a single section. 377 Indian Penal Code to prosecute them. Eventually, they were sentenced to rigorous imprisonment. But the case drew attention to the fact that India had no law to protect children. In fact, till this point, there was only one state which had child abuse legislation, and that was the state of Goa. The Goa Children's Act 2003, which was passed on account of the wide-scale child trafficking perpetuated allegedly by foreigners. But while the Anchorage case was underway in 2007, a national study on child abuse was released by the Ministry of Women and Child Development in India. And this was the first ever study on child abuse. And the data was shocking. The report said that every second child in India has been sexually assaulted, which meant that the crime wasn't just committed by foreigners coming to India, but in homes across the country by uncles and cousins, fathers and brothers, friends and strangers. It revealed that India's children were not safe, that our laws were not enough, that we had no laws specifically to protect children from sexual offenders. Our constitution was framed for the people of this country. And the word people includes children. Under POSCO, child is defined to mean any person below the age of 18 years. The act covers penetrative sexual assault with the penetration of the penis or an object or manipulating any part of the child's body and classifies this as a criminal offence. It also criminalises equally importantly sexual intent where if the perpetrator touches any part of the child or makes a child touch the perpetrator is qualified as sexual assault. POSCO certainly fills a gap in our laws. Now, I'm not too sure what Ganediwala did with those 150 condoms that were sent to her in response to her terrible rulings. The Supreme Court, though, delivered a different message to her inappropriate judgments. In February this year, in a rare and unprecedented move, the Supreme Court expressed its disapproval by withdrawing her name, which had been recommended for a permanent position at the Nagpur High Court bench. So, as we wrap up today's episode, Dear listeners, listen up. Under POSCO, not reporting a case of child sexual abuse is also a crime. Silence is a crime when innocents are assaulted, especially when those who are assaulted 
cannot speak for themselves. Speak up. Let's not become a ganeri wala. See child sexual abuse for what it is. Next time we will talk about obscenity laws and the freedom of expression. But for now, this is me, your host Priya Mirza, signing off. <laughs>